What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 354th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's Detective Pikachu. I'm your host, SBJ. With me today is Greg. Oh, hello. <laughs> I want to dance with somebody. <laughs> I have that song stuck I in my head now. Feel the heat with I somebody. I want to feel the heat with somebody, please. Uh, speaking of feeling the heat, Will is here. Yeah, obviously, because I'm the only person where it's not snowing or some frozen hellscape. <laughs> it's not snowing. And I was here, it's able melting. to go to the gym in shorts today. And I remember when that song came out. <laughs> so do I. Oh, no, of course. Was that uh, Whitney Houston? Whitney Houston. The 80s, 80s. Man. It was, Oh, God, that was such a huge hit. Detective Pikachu news. We have Pokemon yeah. Go news. We have Sword yeah. and Shield news. We had Community Day yesterday. That's a thing. Shiny bagels everywhere. If you're new here, welcome. We talk about Pokemon stuff, Pokemon Go, Pokemon, literally everything I just listed. I don't know why I'm trying to list it again. <laughs> literally the four things I talk. We're going to talk about all we of talk it. About, we talk about Detective Pikachu exclusively. That is all we discuss. Uh, yeah, nothing more, nothing less. I mean, I'm in chapter two of the game. There this you go. This is the Bolt of Brilliance podcast. Ooh, that's a good, Ooh. That's a good podcast name. I've been in the business for a while, so okay. Yes. Before we get to news, let's just knock out community today. We seem to talk about community day every time it happens. Yeah. Although they're very similar. Uh, yeah. Listeners in the Asia time zone, there's multiple time zones. Uh, excuse my ignorance of what they're called. Uh, I'm pretty sure China is only one time zone, but the rest yeah. of Asia. Oh, really? <laughs> it sounds like they had huge issues for the majority of their community day. I'm not sure. What caused mm. it, but it was very laggy for them. It took several seconds to even like attach a berry to a Pokemon, or when they tapped on a Pokemon, it took uh, a long time to load. I um, was having that problem yesterday. You were? Vince and I were noticing that as we walked around, the entire, all the Bayguns would blink out of existence for three or four seconds and then all come back. Yeah, we were having weird, weird issues yesterday. Yeah, I didn't have any issues. Uh, yeah, we had a few. I had no problems whatsoever. <laughs> no, but I started an hour earlier than you guys. True. It's true. Well, okay, let let me let me actually edit that statement. My one problem I did have was I drove up to Philadelphia for this community day cuz normally the Philadelphia people come down to DC and I was like, "You know what? This time around, Mix we're going to head up there." Yep. And Is that a long drive? Well, it should be at most two and a half hours. So, for yes. those of, well, no, but for those of you familiar with the East Coast, um, 95 is the highway that basically goes from Maine to Miami, and it's it's the road you take from D.C. to Philadelphia. And boy, oh boy, when part of it is closed, it adds an hour onto your drive up there. Yikes. Oh, man, we had to do a river crossing on like this, like it almost looked like a hand-built dam. As opposed to the normal highway bridge that you zip across that river on. But I got a Giratina. There you go. I mean, come to the mall. Surprisingly, four Giratinas, four Giratina raids happened in the time that we were there during Community Day. There were a lot of Giratina raids. We were yeah. just walking around downtown Philadelphia from one raid to the next until they everybody got one. They must have like, decided, hey, let's do this on Community Day. 
You just wander over into the sea of people to try to get under Dick's last resort statue. Ugh. The mall itself was empty, but there were a lot of Pokemon Go players there. Like, I found parking really easily, but the mall was packed full of people playing. Plus a bunch of tourists who are like, what is everybody doing on their phones? What's hilarious, too, is I caught three shiny Bagon in the first half hour of Community Day, and I was like, all right, let's go back to DC. I'm done. I did the entire rest of the Community Day on my Pokeball Plus because I was like, I've got my three shinies. I don't really have to care anymore. I mean, I, I was, I started thinking, this is when I'm going to get my gold dragon medal. I'm going to do... Yeah, two people in our group, Kelly and James, I think both got their gold dragon medals. I was like, I'm committed to doing this today. And then I was like at 141, and I'm like, I'm so over catching Bagon. I know what? Dreams of gold are out. I'm not taking into this anymore. I wish I had something to look forward to, like gold medals. I got all that medal stuff like the first year because I was so obsessive about it. And for me, it's just like, well, I guess I do something. I thought level 40 was where the game really started, Steve. <laughs> That's where the game really begins. It's true. Who did who did you do Community Day with, Steve? Uh, I went solo. Uh, oh, well, that's no fun. Well, this is, look, nine times out of ten, I am probably solo. Now, you got you to gotta come out and do the East Coast, because we, we have this whole thing where we all get lunch together. We went to Middle Child and got see, my disaster sandwich. Great. So I reined in Community then, Day with me last time. But yeah, and then, and then we do our Community Day, and then afterwards we play board games for an hour or two. It's fantastic. I didn't get home until midnight last night. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I went straight to D and D after. Like, I had a, I had a fly, I had a fly out of the Mall of America. I left at five thirty, so I get to D and D on time. Well, I was late, but get more on time. I mean, yeah, nothing, nothing too fancy on my end. I did do a poll on Twitter. I had about two hundred people vote. Uh, trainers who do community days in the same area, how many people turned out? More, or less, or the same? Thirty percent of people said more people than before. 30% of people say less people than before, and 40% people said the same before. So it's really not decisive of whether Community Day is growing or shrinking, but at least in Wisconsin, it seems to not be growing. <laughs> well, I, could just, saw a, I saw a heck ton of people in downtown Philadelphia. Could the have just streets been the weather. were crowded. Well, it was really nice in Philadelphia, too. It was like 80 degrees out. And it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh. So, there you yeah. go. Well, speaking of Pokemon Go news, let's jump into news here. First bit of news uh, is hop to the Pokemon Go extravaganza. I think this is your, I think this is the third time they've do, done this. I don't know, second mm-hmm. time? Something like that. We've seen this before. We've seen it before. Trainers, the Pokemon Go extravaganza is back and it's time to hop to it. Pokemon like Pichu, Smoochum, Magby will be available in 2K eggs and egg-focused research will be available to complete. Every egg hatched during the event will include bonus candy to help you power up your newly hatched Pokemon. That's not true. You need Stardust as well. Uh, Buneri is joining the festivities and if you're lucky... 
You may encounter the shiny form of this rabbit Pokemon. This will take place on April 16th and run to April 23rd. Uh, it will feature Pokemon like Pichu, Smoochum, and Magby appearing in 2k eggs. I believe those can be shiny except Smoochum. Who knows? Maybe they'll make Smoochum shiny. They always... I don't think they ever... I don't think they announced no. Azuril shiny last time. It just was shiny. If you're lucky, you may encounter shiny Benary. You may find different Pokemon from hatching eggs than before. Your bonuses. Let's say you don't care about shinies or Pichu or Magby. Maybe you only care about bonuses. Uh, two times hatch candy. Two times incubator effectiveness. And lucky eggs will last twice as long. Uh, the limited time egg-focused uh, egg research will be available. Limited time egg-focused field research will be available during the event. Um, and time to get hatching trainers, turn on adventure sync, and get those incubators ready for extraordinary events. I never remember to put my eggs in incubators. <laughs> Oops. I hate eggs. I mean, I like, like, you know, egg whites from the carton with some, <laughs> like, cheddar cheese and some pink Himalayan salt and pepper. That's mm -hmm. good. And if I was eating carbs, maybe a little bit of ketchup splashed on top. Never ketchup. Never. I'm assuming that they're going to probably be moving harder to find Pokemon around like Riolu or like Happiny or like Munchlax. I feel like at this point in time, they're probably going to get shuffled. Eventually, they become easier, right? So like when, yeah. when uh, the baby Pokemon came out before the Gen 2 official launch, they were all in eggs and it was almost like impossible to find them. I think the very last Pokemon I was missing from Gen 1 and Gen 2, and this was after the Gen 2 release, was Igglybuff. I couldn't hatch an Igglybuff to save me. I was getting Cleffas, I was getting Pichus, I was swimming in Smoochums. No Igglybuff. And I remember I finally got Igglybuff at Gen Con when I was like, when Greg and I were like walking through the hall, and I was like, there it is. My Gen 2 dex yep. is complete. I got Igglybuff. And now, heck. I got an army of Iggly Buffs. I'm getting Iggly Buffs left and right. I go to sleep hatching an Iggly Buff every single night. <laughs> you do not. <laughs> every other night. So for those still struggling to get like a Happini or a Munchlax or a Riolu, as long as you're patient and as long as you don't care about giving Niantic money, those Pokemon will eventually become very easy to find. And like I hatched two Riolus in Japan and I evolved one to Lucario and I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm done. <laughs> like, what What am I going to do with another Riolu? <laughs> Nothing, really. I guess trade I should... Trade it. I don't have one. Trade it, I suppose? Yeah, so... Yeah, I don't think I have one either. All right, well, you know, I got, I got Riolus. I don't know how many extra I have, but... Either way, if you don't have Riolu and you hatch one, well, now you have it, and there's really not much to do with it besides to say you have it. I mean, I'm missing right now uh, Chingling... But I have Chimecho. There's, I'm, it's not like I'm going to do anything with a Chingling besides say I have it now. Um, but if you're power, I, yeah, I guess if you want to hatch, hatch candy, if you like walking, if you like buying incubators. I was very burned the first time they did this extravaganza event. Because I think the first time they did it was like the introduction of Shiny Pichu. 
And that was when I probably put 30 or $40 in incubators alone, and I walked away with nothing besides, <laughs> I don't know, like, I think Totodiles and Cyndaquils were in eggs. And I was like, I don't need this candy. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the egg stuff. I'm not going to do anything more than what I normally do. Like, I'll put, I'll get my steps and hatch whenever I can remember. My only problem right now is that I get the message that the egg is hatching or about to hatch. But 70% of the time when I go into the app, it's already hatched and is just in, but I've forgotten. And so I don't go check. And like, oh, I've walked for three days and not put something in an egg because I didn't understand that when it gave me that message, it just decided to do it while I wasn't looking. Yeah. Although if I see an egg hatching, I always go, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? Until everybody around me is completely annoyed because it's always the same thing. It's yeah. The same. Hot garbage. Barboach. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> or if you got 10Ks, it's like feebass. <laughs> like, I don't need any more feebass. All right. Well, that's that's starting. So, I mean, if you're into that, you're into that. Uh, I think we've had this conversation before, but. Adding shiny Pokemon is not extra content. If you look at the last, if you compare this to the last event, I, th- I think a lot of people were like vocally saying like, I'm going to skip this event because the- literally the only thing they added last event was shiny Scyther. That was the bug off. Bug Pokemon appeared in the wild. Ninkata came back. If you were missing for Ninkata, they didn't introduce any other bug type Pokemon where there are clearly bug type Pokemon in Gen 4 they haven't released yet. They didn't introduce any new moves to make PvP or just, you know, tackling a raid Pokemon interesting. They did make incubators last twice as long and spawn more, which is cool. But I guess if you compare it to that, like, incubators lasting twice as long and making spawns, yeah, that's cool, but you gotta buy those. And lucky eggs lasting twice as long, that's cool, but you have to buy those. I mean, the thing you could have done is just like double XP, I guess, and that's makes it feel more eventful. I guess you get double hatch candy and double effectiveness on incubators with with adventure sync. That's nice. I mean, that's. I mean, it'd be. I'll clear through a bunch of eggs. That's for sure. I mean, like I'm not gonna go out and just specifically hunt shiny Benary. <laughs> Yeah, you will. No, I don't care about Benary. You gotta that get much. that shiny bunny. I have shiny low bunny though. Shiny low bunny. I have these Pokemon shiny already in other games. I know, like I, there are. I used to be. I want every shiny Pokemon in Pokemon Go, but like, if there was something more to this event, uh, like I don't know, like double Stardust, where I'm actively getting rewarded when I'm playing. I would probably feel more compelled to like go out and you know explore trademark, uh, but I don't. Unfortunately, like I don't leave my house that much as somebody who works at home. So <laughs> listen, listen. There was recently a press release from the people that make this game. Mm-hmm. Not every event is intended for every Pokemon Go player. No, I'm, I, and that's that's. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying this doesn't really seem like an event. I mean, well, got to do something for Easter. Like, yeah, at, like, Easter. like making a shiny Pokemon is not event worthy. Like saying there's a new shiny Pokemon is like not event worthy. Yeah, but I also think like I think it's possible that they are seeing people getting tired of all of their events. 
they may be just sort of like stepping back and doing something a little bit more low-key. A little more chill. Okay, a but, little more uh, like, okay. If you're having people tired of your events and you want to do like this huge egg event, give them something. Like, give me like three free incubators and be like, okay, you have a reason to go out now, right? Go mm-hmm. out, use these incubators, and then hopefully you you have that itch to be like, all right, I'm out. I hatched some Pokemon. Why don't I just throw a couple bucks? Like, give me an incentive. I mean, I do want the pink bunny, though. <laughs> the pink bunny is really cute. I just think the way you deal with burnout, and we're, we are here. That's why I did the poll. We are burnout. We, we, we are, are hearing burnout. people on saying that they are burned out, whether that's like I'm hearing that in Discord or Twitter or Slack or Reddit. Or me on the podcast for the last few times. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're already burned out and this event doesn't seem like an event, then people are going to say, like, I'm skipping it. I, I skipped the bug. I plan to skip this. I think I skipped the one before that. And there's nothing wrong with skipping it. But if Niantic is paying attention and they're seeing people burned out, well, then they don't want to not do the event because they want money. And there will be a couple whales that will go crazy and, you know, yeah. purchase a million incubators and a million lucky eggs. And that's fine. But for the people that, you know, feel a little soured or just your audience in general still playing, why don't you give us a couple incubators? What's What's wrong with giving us like, hey... This week, redeem three incubators. Okay, now enjoy your event. Like, that would be cool. And also, like, what is three incubators to them? Literally no money. <laughs> Come on, Niantic, be cool. Yeah, be cool, Niantic. I just think, like, giving your players a little bit of... And we, uh, Clash Royale has definitely done this, where I feel like a lot of people have been burnt out with Clash Royale. Greg and I have been playing this specific game for three years. Why am I still? Ugh. But there have and been right now. Okay, okay. I have I have such beef with Clash Royale right now. <laughs> I am so mad at that game right now. But I feel like as soon as I approach burnout in Clash Royale, they're like, "Here's a giant mega chest for all of you players. Thanks for playing this week." And it's like, "Oh, cool. Thanks, I guess." Or like, "Here's." Here's a free log emote, and the log emote is real cool, and it's like, hey, you just got to win three. It doesn't matter how many times you lose. As soon as you win three here, here's a permanent emote of a log doing little hearts, and you're like, this is really dumb because it's literally a piece of wood doing little hearts, but it's, uh, it's, it's cool. <laughs> but, like, I, I think there... Uh, I'll pull it up hopefully maybe next week or when we talk about mobile games. There is like a, a path that all mobile games like do where it's like onboarding new players and then it's like retention and then it's like the app realizes there's drop-off and then there's like they double down on retention. And I feel like with Pokemon Go, we are now in like... We need to double down on retention. Mm. Uh, and I don't think they're... I, I don't think they realize that yet. Well, I mean, here's the thing, though. Are they not maybe doubling down on retention because they have Harry Potter World coming out? Maybe. Like, are they just United is what it's called. Whatever. Harry Potter's grand go adventure. But at a certain point, you have players that are no longer onboarding. I mean, of course, like, I'm sure once a day, one person is picking up Pokemon Go and enjoying it. It wasn't like the first, you know, two years of Pokemon Go where it's like, oh, I just got into it. I just got into it. Or you're, you're, you're forgetting like one very important factor. There's a huge number of people out there who have said, 
that they're waiting for Unova Pokemon to appear in this game before they're going to start playing because there's nothing, no reason to start playing until Gen 5 is available. <laughs> Yeah. yeah but so I've heard that's that going to be just a huge. Oh, wait a minute. A Giratina raid just popped on the other side of the block. I got to go. I'll be back in. Well, it's about a mile because I have to walk all the way around the outside of the block. Uh, I'll see you guys next week. Okay. All right. Bye. <laughs> Gen 5 came out nine years ago. Pretty much. So yeah. those players would be 19 if they started when they were 10. Uh, there's other people who enjoy Gen 5, just not when they were children. Correct. Anyways, I just, I'm just curious of like what their strategy is going forward if we, we are vocally hearing burnout from people. Because they're not going to just stop events. Like Stopping events doesn't all of a sudden like make burnout better. Right. Give your players a reason to come back. And that's usually like... Here is, you know, extra stardust, or here are some free incubators, or here are some free... You have to give your player something to come back, because stopping events uh, or or taking breaks between your events isn't, the, isn't, isn't what solves that issue. Okay. Speaking of events, Niantic launches a Pokemon Go photo contest. <laughs> this is off Variety. A Pokemon Go photo contest kicks off next week, giving contestants a chance to show off their favorite Pokemon Monster buddies for a chance to win a bit of Pokestop fame or a paid trip to Pokemon Go Fest. Bothers me because they don't capitalize Go, even though... They- Look, it's variety. They're just like one step up from Hollywood Reporter, yeah, okay? Yeah, barely a step, half a step up. The Go snapshot uh challenge for pokemon go is broken down into three different adventures centered around taking pictures of your pokemon detailed on a blog post adventure one is your buddy challenge shoot a photo with your buddy pokemon in this challenge we are looking for trainers to show us a highlight uh to highlight the connection between them and their buddy pokemon from your shared adventure at the park to some fun moments we want to see you and your buddy this would be, you would be in the picture with the Pokemon you're walking with. So you can skip that one if you don't want a picture of yourself. But that is from April 15th to April 24th. So when this podcast goes up, that will begin. To do, uh, post your top three entries on your Instagram or Twitter with the hashtag GoSnap and Buddy Challenge. Adventure number two is the Habitat Challenge. For the Habitat Challenge, we are asking trainers to take the best photos of Pokemon in their natural habitat. Learn more about your Pokemon and understanding its Pokedex information. That's an important factor for winning. So all of you with Torkoal, please make sure you go to your nearest active volcano. Yes, please. um, And get that picture. Challenge is April 29th to May 8th. Top three entries on Instagram, Twitter with the hashtags GoSnapshot or HabitatChallenge. And finally, adventure number three with GoSnapshot. Snapshot, there's almost no limitation uh, to where, when, and how you capture your AR Pokemon are, are in our Go Create Challenge. We are asking you to show us how to innovate uh, with Go Snapshot. Can't wait, wait to see the creativity you guys have. That is from May 13th to May 22nd. Pokemon Go team will select a grand prize winner and two runners-up for originality, creativity, visual fun. Runners-up will win a special Pokestop featuring their winning photo that will remain no less than three months, so you get a temporary Pokestop. That I'm sure I I don't know. I think you get to 
place it somewhere. I would have probably guess most people would place it at their house. Uh, grand prize winners, although I probably wouldn't recommend placing it at your house because then people figure out where you live. Yeah. Uh, grand prize winner for each challenge will receive a special Pokestop and will be whisked away with a travel and tickets to a Pokemon Go Fest of their choice. Whether that is Chicago or Dorth, Dorthmund. Is it Dorthmund? I think it's just Dortmund. 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 I, 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 I'm an American. I, I'd say it the American way. That place in Germany. The place, yeah. the place in Germany. Um, so there you go. I mean, if you're not into AR stuff or photos, obviously not for you. If you're also not in the contest because you feel like you have the worst luck, not into you. But Well, I was actually thinking, like, why... Why would anybody bother entering this when Bobby has already won? Correct. Bobby's got the best photos. Correct. Did you see that Goldine? I was like, yes. that Goldine looks like it's underwater. Yeah, but that's... Uh, let's call Bobby out here. He's, he was using Photoshop for that one. I mean, true. <laughs> oh. I don't, think, I don't think those are allowed. I don't think you can modify your photo. Did you see the one where it was the Lapras on the beach? That one's good. That one's very good. Bobby has some incredible photos, but uh, Bobby does do some variations, uh, some Photoshop stuff and stuff. I don't think that kind of stuff is allowed. Um, I think it's it has to be... I, I don't know, though. I, I'm sure there's probably like a terms and agreement page, which it has a, probably like a lot of... Oh, yeah, here it is. <laughs> it's a really long, uh, but the terms and agreement of no purchase necessary, blah, blah, blah. Read the official rules, eligibility. Uh, if you're in Taiwan, you have to be at least 20 years old to enter. Um, huh. How are they going to verify that? I don't know. Um, uh, age is the same no matter what country you're in. You just ask for a driver's license or ID of some sort. All I know is Bobby has never taken a photo of me where he couldn't get the, I don't know if it was Lugia or Staraptor or what bird it was, to not have its butt on my head. But yesterday, <laughs> when somebody was trying to take an AR photo of me with a Pokemon, the Dagon thing, that like its butt was covering my head the entire time. And then we took a photo with like a Pidgey or something, at, and we were all at like a picnic table, and the Pidgey was like super bright, and we were all super dark. I've never seen this in any of Bobby's photos. Hmm. I'm looking to see if you can like like what they say about like modifying photos and not seeing anything but i mean there's a lot of legal stuff here there is something about no children no chill dren during the contest period using augmented reality camera feature on the pokemon go app take an ar photo that displays your pokemon as you use the pokemon go application Displays your Pokemon as you use the Pokemon Go application. Photos where children appear in or identifiable in a photo without adults present will not be considered and will be deemed oh. void. So if you're a parent taking a photo of your kid with a walking buddy, that is not allowed unless you're also in the photo with them. Well, an adult. Doesn't have to be necessarily be the parent, just an adult. That's true. Entrants may use one Instagram account or one Twitter account, so not both. Entrants on Twitter and Instagram must have a public profile. Uh, all entries must be within the dates. 
In addition to meeting the criteria above, each entry will also meet the following. Must not have offensive, threatening, sexual, slanderous, etc., etc. content. So no Latios, no Latios? Probably not. Uh, they must. Con- Somebody had to make the joke. They must contain material, or and un- they must not contain material or any element of unlawful, otherwise violation of federal, state, local laws. Okay, so don't like trespass. They must not contain uh, excluding sponsor content, materials, or elements displaying third-party advertisements, logo, slogans, logo, trademarked. Sponsorships. I'm pretty sure what that means is like, don't take a photo of you wearing a Nike shirt. If I know my legal stuff, but I think if you're wearing a Sprint shirt, that would be okay because Sprint is a sponsor of Niantic, hmm. but Nike is not. Also, probably like not have like a Coca-Cola can. I probably that would probably not be. Must be un must be original, unpublished. That does not contain incorporate any other element. So don't steal anyone else's photo. They cannot contain uh, any content element that violates third parties' publicity or intellectual property rights other than sponsored content. It, it doesn't, like, say anything about, like... I would recommend if you are serious about doing this, you read this, because, like, the children thing, yeah. I could see a bunch of people missing out on where they're like, I'm going to take a kid of, like, I'm going to take a picture of my kid in Pikachu, and then all of a sudden, like, that's out. Yeah, that's that's out. And then I could totally see like you taking a picture like you and Hariyama and but you're wearing like a karate USA shirt and then all of a sudden like, oh well that's out too because you can't have, you know, a different company on your shirt in the photo. So I would just recommend you read this over because like those two things stand out right away that I could e- instantly see like Oh, that's not allowed. Just wear a sprint shirt, you're fine. <laughs> Go buy a sprint shirt and then wear it. And then you're good. All right. Well, we will take a quick break. And when we come back, we have some Detective Pikachu stuff and some Sword and Shield stuff. So we will be right back. I have a, a very important announcement. Are you prepared for a very important announcement? Yes, yes. Okay, it comes yes, with a musical yes. accompaniment. It's the first time I've sung on such a major international stage. Um, it goes. Do you recognize it? No, no. It is the intro to my new podcast, Katamari Cast. Colin, let's roll up together. And we are back from our break. We have a lot of, not a lot, we have some Detective Pikachu stuff to go through. Uh, But let's get the Sword and Shield stuff out of the way. This is off Newsweek, titled Pokemon Sword and Shield Korra Korra Leak Confirms a New Unnamed Attack. The April issue of the Japanese magazine Korokoro has leaked, confirming, or just released? I don't know. Is that, I'm pretty sure you can just walk in and buy that episode now, but I guess I mean, that magazine It hasn't now, been published yet. Yeah, it hasn't been published yet. Uh, this is, this is 
four days ago, so I think it's on news, newsstands now, but according to Serebii, the magazine plans to hold a contest for Japanese res- residents to name a brand new move. The magazine confirms this new attack will be a steel-type move, base power 140 damage. It's a special attack that does the following effect. Quote, does major damage but reduces the user's hit points by 50%. The winner of the contest will win both Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield with 20 winners running up to receive a copy of the game. Uh, Pokemon fans have noticed that this new attack is similar to an attack that already exists in the franchise. Franchise Blacephalon's signature attack, Mind Blown, is a fire-type special attack that does 150 damage and inflicts massive damage to the user. While this new steel attack inflicts little less damage, uh, but the after effects are very similar. It's un- uh, can we pause for half an hour now? Because I have to redo Pokemon of the Week. Thanks, <laughs> Newsweek. It's unclear how the contest will be presented. We'll update you as soon as we learn more. With the release of the April issue of Korra Korra, there still be there still be there still may be more information about Sword and Shield that we we know currently as of today. There is nothing else in there. Besides, they have just uh, PNGs of the starter Pokemon that we've already seen. And then Newsweek says they're also the first mainline games to appear on the Nintendo Switch. That is inaccurate. Let's go Pikachu. Let's go Eevee are mainline games. And Ooh, then they talk about... Shots fired from Newsweek. I mean... Shots fired. Well, where is Newsweek rank on the variety slash <laughs> oh, Hollywood uh, reporter? I, I mean, mean, it's higher than... Than Hollywood Reporter No, I don't think it's fit for my birdcage. Oh. Dang. It's not time, okay? Well, nothing's time. It's, I mean, let's face it. Rolling Stone time. Some other, I don't know. You put Rolling Stone up that high? Sure. It's a bunch of fluff and everyone slowly hits something really good. Now, the top A number one magazine is Thrasher. Oh, Below no. that, Transworld Skateboarding. <laughs> <laughs> Below that, Big Brother. Now, now we're getting to the real Where's the Tiger map. Beat? Tiger Beat is not a skate rag. <laughs> not with that attitude. Gator Boy's all over Tiger Beat. I guess that's true. That's true. Go on, Steve. Oh, that was, that was the rest of the article. <laughs> they just go on to say that, uh, you know... All, all the 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 thirty seconds of footage we saw in Sword and Shield, they kind of just go on and say that oh. you know England, Galar region, Grookey, etc., etc., etc. So, is there no other uh, move that um, has fifty percent HP recoil damage other than Mind Blown? I can't think of one. Uh. Most of the ones I can think of are twenty percent. Okay, okay. Uh, I don't know if there's similar moves, but uh, there, but. The the naming of this move is exclusive to residents in Japan, so anyone, you know, outside of Japan who might be excited uh to like participate, sorry. Uh also this is not the first time they've done that, and it kind of shows because a lot of people have forgot or uh, or just don't remember. So I, I don't think there's like a, a huge significance to this contest. But can we name I know uh what other move was named by a fan? Um, payday? No. Uh, <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Can't think of it off the top of my head, at least. It is Draco Meteor. Draco Meteor? Oh. I love that move. 
uh, was named by a fan, and even if you knew it was a fan-made move, can we name the person who named it? <laughs> Ken Sujimori? No one knows. <laughs> so but this is this is clearly going to be Mel Metal's signature move. Uh, no, Mel Metal has a signature move. It's double iron fist hit or whatever. It already has one. Okay, double iron double fist iron hit. Fist is that is that canon? Is that yeah, that's translated. That's, uh, that's my well. See, I was the fan that won that move, so oh. I named it. I named it double iron fist hit. <laughs> and they're like, "Well, we signed a contract, so I guess this stands." Double iron bash is Mel Metal's signature <laughs> move. I was close. Double iron fist hit is better. Uh, double iron bash inflicts thirty damage, inflicts damage, and has a thirty percent chance of causing flinch, hitting the target twice. It does sixty damage, hundred percent accuracy. I mean, the games are called Sword and Shield. Uh, I would assume that they probably might want to increase the amount of steel Pokemon they have. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's because they're all going to be armored. Everything's going to get a third yeah. steel type when they're armored. It, it's. Very exciting for whoever does win, uh, but I'm sure in like 10 years, people will be like, oh, wait, this was a fan-made move? Yeah. Well, because the, the fans just naming it, right? Like, yes. they came up with the power and the damage, and it's just they're going to have somebody name it. Which, I mean, and it's only to Japan, so it's going to have a Japanese name, and then somebody in America is going to be like, we'll call it Double Iron Fist. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Rolls right off the tongue, really. Yeah, it's... All right, some Detective Pikachu. Uh, it opens in theaters in less than a month, May 10th. Uh, you yep. should, as of this podcast, be able to buy your tickets now. Um, I have not been able to do so. I checked today. It's not. Well, check your Fandangos or your movie phones or your movie passes. and um... I only go to one specific theater, Showplace Icon. I can get my reserve seats. I'm a VIP. All... No. And they aren't selling it yet. Wait, None movie phone still exists? Uh, probably. Welcome to movie phone. Press one for Pikachu. For... <laughs> okay, nice look. Movie phone. Yep, movie phone still exists. I, I would think those phone-based things were very 90s. I, yeah, hey, look. When you have a memorable name like movie phone... You're not going to get rid of it. I guess. That's true. But, Will, if you book your tickets to Detective Pikachu, you will get, this is off Pokemon.com, a little, I think a little bit more reputation than Newsweek. Mm. Reputable, yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, you can get a Pokemon TCG card when you see Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Is it an $11,000 Pokemon TCG card? Uh, it says here that it is an ancient Pokemon card of the Pokemon Mew. And, no, I'm just kidding. When you head to the theater, you will receive a special promo card featuring Detective Pikachu just in case the prospects of seeing the first live-action Pokemon movie on the big screen isn't enough. Fans will be able to get a special Pokemon trading card game promo card when they show up to theaters. This card will feature Detective Pikachu enjoying a cup of his favorite hot Beverage coffee from the Hi-Hat Cafe. It's sure to be a highlight of your Pokemon TCG card collection. Don't miss your chance by attending one of the shows. Tickets for Detective Pikachu are now available for pre-sale. Do not wait. 
while these cards are only while supplies last. Can we talk about how when I was like nine years old, I thought the ancient Mew card was like worth thousands of dollars? We did that. We talked about that last week. (laughs) <laughs> with yes. the golden burger king cards it's just the same story over and over again. yeah but instead of golden burger king cards it was like egyptian mew it it's the most powerful tcg card it's like the trap card of the yeah. blue eyes white dragons you have fallen from an egyptian mew card come forth did that card even have any like worth in the tcg at all i, I don't think, think so i don't think you could no. play it i think it was because the back of it was not the same. Uh, if you're curious, Ancient Mewed Sealed from the movie is going for about 10 bucks. Uh, uh, how many Black Lotuses? We don't care about dollars. Oh, my, uh, w- one tiny piece of a corner of a Black Lotus you can trade for <laughs> this Ancient Mew card. I mean, I have all the cards from all the things. And I, like, I think I have the Ash Hat Pikachu card somewhere. Oh, yeah, I have those. I still have them sealed. Like, I don't... What? Why? What you am know, I doing with these? They're worth money one day. They are not. We already that's proved your that last there. time. Oh, no, no, yeah, no, no. That's that your retirement. Well, when we go to an all-TCG uh, economy because the banks have failed, then sure. Okay, real quick. I'll keep before, those hit. Before we keep talking about Detective Pikachu stuff, uh, the card we were talking about last week... PSA 9, Pokemon Black Star promo, Hollow Ishihara GX, TPCI 01 Mint Condition. I think we were saying it went for 3,000 last week, 3,400, I want to say. Uh, that, Something like that. That auction has ended. It has sold. Mm. Uh, what was a Black Lotus worth? Like $10,000. This You're going to need more than a Black Lotus to get this card now. It sold for $12,900. Do we know who bought? What ridiculous fool bought a piece of cardboard with ink on it for (laughs) $12,000? Because pieces of canvas with paint on it are so different. I'm the TCG guy, and I'm saying this is ludicrous. I mean, maybe you really like Pokemon. Yeah. And you, uh, look, once you're like a millionaire billionaire, what is $12,000? <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's like, yeah, sure, I'll spend that much, whatever. You probably get $12,000 in interest a month on, on your bank accounts. Wow. Uh, but it's old, so I, whatever. I'm sure the Detective Pikachu card you'll get from going to opening weekend will be worth nothing, but... Uh, it doesn't look hollow or anything. It doesn't look full art. It just looks for a Pikachu. It just looks like Pikachu holding coffee. So there doesn't seem to be anything special about the card itself. But uh, Ryan Reynolds, voice of Detective Pikachu, put out a casting trailer on his personal YouTube. And it has received almost 13 million views in the last four days. Uh, and it is just a minute-long trailer showing the Pokemon behind the th- song from Whitney Houston. I, I don't think you said that sentence properly. No. Uh, I don't features... think any Pokemon wrote a song for Whitney Houston ever. I mean, maybe in this universe they did. We don't know what really happened in the Detective Pikachu universe. 
I mean, Loudred or Explod could have written a lot of Whitney Houston's greatest hits. We just don't know. True. All I True. know is I still want to dance with somebody. And I have watched the casting call trailer a lot. Not as much as the new Star Wars trailer, but I'm getting up there. It's pretty good. There's a new Star Wars trailer? I can't even. Right <laughs> I can't. I can't even with you right now. We're not going to start this. We're not going to start this war. <laughs> the Detective Pikachu uh, casting trailer shows pretty much every Pokemon you expect or we've seen so far, such as Jigglypuff, Apom, uh, Eevee, Pikachu, Charizard, etc. Psyduck as well. They show a couple Which Pokemon. Which Pokemon is Excedra? That one I'm not familiar yeah. with. Yeah, well, it's a Gen, it's a Gen 8 Neantic original. Yeah, Neantic, ah, okay. Uh, rolling that bad boy out. It's a side evolution of um, Execute. I think we see a couple new Pokemon in this trailer. We see a bunch of new Pokemon in this trailer. I can't remember what's new and what's not at this point because we've had so much footage. Because like there's a really good close up of a Molga, but we've already seen a Molga. But it's like now we get a good shot of a Molga. Purloin, I think, is new. Purloin's new. Uh, um, R- Rufflet, we've seen, but not like a like good shot. We've just seen kind of Rufflet in the background of some of the trailers. Uh, I believe Sneasel is new. Sneasel yep. is new. Uh, there is a Torterra is new. Torterra. Trico. King we get a Kingler, which I think is new. Yep. Uh, and then we see a Magikarp for the first time as well. Yep. I mean we actually like so we've some of these are in, in close like they've been in the other trailers, but like not fully visible. So there's closer close like we see them more close up in this trailer. But there are a few new ones. I still sort of feel like I don't know, the expression on Cubone's face when it's getting caught by the Pokeball is, like, it tears at my heart. I know. It's like it should be happy to go into the Pokeball. I'm not scared. I'm hoping it's something in the actual movie that makes me feel better about that. But right now, I feel a little... Mm. It's a good trailer. It's a great trailer. Evie's super cute. Polygon.com saying that Lipard is in the trailer. Um, well, no, wrong. it's Purloin, it's purloin. In, in the trailer. So the one thing that stuck out to me outside of the actual cute Pokemon reveals was in the scene where you kind of have a further back on the Flareon evolution now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are these huge statues of Dialga, Palkia, and Arceus. Yeah. Or Arceus, depending on how it's now the correct pronunciation. Pikachu said Arceus, so whatever. Um, I don't know anymore. <laughs> Pikachu said Arceus, so whatever. Wow. This is how I feel about that specific Pokemon's name. <laughs> oh. Oof. Somebody write Ryan Reynolds and just like demand <laughs> retributions. But I think, I just think oh, like. Should I, should I that... tweet at Sarah with the clip of Pikachu saying Arceus and ask her if that's how she would say it as Ash? So, so you guys can become better friends, I'm sure. Yeah, Hopefully. Absolutely. I did message her on Instagram and ask her to be on the show, but she's not gotten back to me. Oh, dear. Um, <sighs> but, so that is not a location scene or anything from the actual game. So yes, yes. That's interesting to me. The off, oh, Well, also the arena where uh, Pikachu throws the Magikarp at what I assume to be Charizard. Well, so... Uh, that is also it not in the game. It throws something that looks like it's locked up in a cage. Like, 
Yeah, I would assume it's Char- like Charizard is probably locked up and then breaks out of the cage, and that's when Pikachu drops a swear word. Could be, and that's when Magikarp evolves into Gyarados. Yeah, that's what I would guess, because the trailer 2 or trailer 3 showed Gyarados. Yeah. They also showed a bunch of Gengar in that area, too. And we know from the video game that Pikachu cannot use <laughs> its Thunderbolts, because it lost it when it learned the ability to talk. So, how does that explain Meowth? Like, we got some, we got some serious theories. Well, okay, 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 Detective Pikachu can speak to Tim no, Goodman has to nothing point. to Spoilers. do with the reason why Meowth can yes. talk to people, people. Meowth learned to talk to people on its own. The reason Detective Pikachu can talk is totally different, and I cannot say, because that would ruin... The movie. I haven't gotten there yet. I actually don't think it'll ruin the movie, because uh, if you play that game, boy, that ending sucks. <laughs> Would you stop? Uh, so the one, thing, one other thing I was thinking is, even if they never make another Detective Pikachu game, I would be happy if they continue making movies in this universe just from what I've seen so far. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, like, they had the perfect opportunity to re-release this game on Switch or on iOS or on Android or literally no, anything. It, it requires and- the double uh, double screen, so you can do your little clues and everything. So. Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> it definitely does not. You just pop up the clue thing in front of your main screen that's literally doing nothing. I don't think they care about the game at this point. They, I mean, like, they haven't even put the game on sale. <laughs> At least do that much. <laughs> At least put it on sale. Like, come on. I was maybe just, they will close. Maybe they will. Maybe, yeah, maybe they will when we're closer. I was at Target yesterday, and they have not a lot of 3DS games, but they still stock pretty much every Pokemon game, including Detective Pikachu. Um, and for whatever reason, it's still $40, which is... I, th- I think that game is worth $40, but that game is also a year old, and I can't imagine people are buying it left and right at this point. Uh, but the trailer's good. Uh, it's very good. Also reveal in the trailer um, when Pikachu opens the vial of purple stuff. So obviously that's still related, which does come from the game. Oh, yeah. Good call. Yeah. The um, the T-Virus. I don't remember what they call it. The T-Virus. Not the T-Virus. T-Virus. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Z-Virus. Oh, no. Is that what they call it in the game? Z? I don't think you've gotten there. I don't think you learned I haven't it. gotten there. I think you learned in chapter three what it's called. It is not a virus. Yeah, this I, yeah, this all looks good. This looks so good. Did we, is Dodrio? No, we saw Dodrio before. Yeah, Dodrio was walking in the city. One. Yeah. That was just Eevee, like, super cute. Squirtle, super cute. Sneasel. I, I will say this. A lot of them are a lot furrier than I expected them to be. Like, I don't know why I didn't think they'd be, like, Cecil's super, super furry, which, so are weasels. I just sort of didn't put it, like, Well, when know. you're an ice Pokemon living in mountainsides, you gotta have, you gotta protect your skin. Penguins don't. They have feathers. Uh, yeah. yeah. But since Sneasel has feathers, I didn't expect it to be that furry. Sneasel don't have no feathers. He's a furry. Sneasel has a feather. Oh, a, yeah. And his tail. And a tail. <laughs> So after Community Day, I went on a uh, journey to multiple Targets. I went to one Walmart, two Targets. Uh, in the search of Detective Pikachu merch, because that is out. We've talked about the Detective Pikachu merch, m- most of it being made by 
wicked cool toys. Uh, and there are there is exclusive merch on PokemonCenter.com. It is different. Uh, and then there's also an 18-card set collection of Detective Pikachu that you can get. So I spent probably way too much money mm-hmm. um, on Detective Pikachu stuff. But uh, I did a whole box opening of all of it on Twitch. That specific... By the time this episode goes up, if you just want to see me open the stuff... Uh, that'll be in uh, the past videos under probably there's a haul section where I do a grocery haul and a Japan haul and now a Detective Pikachu haul if you want to see everything I opened. But there are a couple things worth noting. This might be a little bit harder on an audio podcast, but there is a a set of toys. It's $29 and it comes with like two Pikachu action figures, a Mewtwo action figure, a Ludicolo action figure, a Psyduck, etc., Etc. Etc. But there are uh, that's thirty bucks, and it comes with all the action figures. Now in that set, it's important if you specifically want Ludicolo. It is the only way to get Ludicolo is to buy everything. Huh? It, they do sell like Pikachu. They do a they do a set of like Mewtwo separately, and they do a set of like Pikachu Bulbasaur together, and then Pikachu Psyduck together. Don't buy the Pikachu Bulbasaur and Pikachu Psyduck because. All four of those figures come in the Ludicolo set. And don't buy Mewtwo separately because Mewtwo also comes in the Ludicolo set. The, oh, if you want to get all the action figures, this is really confusing. You buy the $29 Ludicolo set because it's the only way to get Ludicolo. Everything else in that set is a duplicate that you can buy separately. But if you want the full set, Mr. Mime is only available separately. <laughs> So you need to buy the $29 set, and then you need to buy the $6.99 set of Mr. Mime, and that will get you all the figures. I would just be cautious, because Wicked Cool Toys does have a couple printing issues. Just look at them before you buy them. One of the sets, Pikachu's mouth was on his cheek, because the printing press was like slightly off. So just look at a couple of them. Most of the printing is good, but every once in a while you'll be like, oh, that eye is not in the actual place where the eye should be. It's like half an inch to the left. (laughs) So just be careful um, when you're looking at that kind of stuff. Uh, The other things that came out are there's a bunch of plushes. Some of the plushes talk. Some of them don't. They should be the toys I just described should be available at both Target and Walmart. I don't know if you can hear my snubble. Is that snubble? Yes, it is. Yeah. I thought we had taken a visit to that exorcist <laughs> growlith. <laughs> what? Yeah. Ex- if you can find the snubble plush, I'll say it right here before I talk, start talking about the other toys. Snubble plush is 100% worth it. It's 15 bucks. I found it at, I went to three, two Targets, one Walmart, and I only found one at one target, nowhere else. I don't know if it's rare. It Ooh, talks, it's super it, rare. If it's set. 15 bucks. It's 100% worth it. Uh, I don't think they've ever made a snubble plush in the past. There are other plushes that talk. I'm not sure. There is also an oversized Detective Pikachu plush. It is, quote unquote, life size. It's supposed to be an accurate size of Pikachu. It is $30. It does not talk, but it is. It's good. It's really fluffy. Uh, if you have kids, I'm sure they'd love it. I don't think they can really choke on anything because it's a pretty big plush. 
Not with that attitude. So, there are there is a Ludicolo plush. There's a Mr. Mime plush. There's a Mewtwo plush. I think the Mewtwo and and Mr. Mime plush are bad. Uh, I think Mewtwo's face is pretty awful in plush form. They don't talk, I don't think. But if you're a Mewtwo fan or you're just trying to collect everything, that is that is that. Seven Eleven now has an exclusive promotion. You can they have. They have two types of cups. They have Slurpee cups, uh, and then they have coffee cups with Detective Pikachu stuff on them. The Slurpee cups are three ninety nine, and it comes with a free Slurpee when you buy it. <laughs> Are we actually just buying a Slurpee with a collectible cup? Yeah, yes. uh, and then the coffee cup is two fifty, and it comes with free coffee. Two seventy nine, uh, and it comes with a free coffee. Or are they not putting the beverage in your souvenir cup and you're getting that beverage on the side? You Okay, so you buy the cup sealed. You have to open the cup, like take the shrink wrap up off the cup and then you can walk over and fill it. So you can choose just to leave it sealed. That being said, there's no, don't buy these cups. <laughs> they if If you're trying to keep them sealed for some sort of, in the future, they might be worth money. They the, aren't. The, learn. The, they're learn not. From our, learn from the Burger King gold cards. Learn from the ancient Mew card. The 7-Eleven coffee cup for two seventy nine is uh, a very cheap plastic, and it is a, what well, look, I haven't opened it. Uh, I did not decide to get coffee that day, but like a uh, cardboard or very thick paper stock of Ludicolo and Detective Pikachu only in theaters wrapped around it. The printing is pretty poor. It looks slightly stretched. Uh, Ludicolo looks happy being poorly printed, I suppose. But I feel like if I put this into my uh, dishwasher, Ludicolo will be gone forever. Oh, no. It's a water type. Yeah, uh, two seventy nine. I guess. I mean, if you want to have a Detective Pikachu cup and have coffee for probably you know maybe two months before it deteriorates. Now the Slurpee cup is made out of plastic. It will survive the dish washing cycle. It was three ninety nine free Slurpee, but it is literally <laughs> free Slurpee. Wait, like you did you did get the Slurpee, didn't you? Oh, I got the Slurpees because you love sugar. I do. Uh, so. It is, this is what happened. 7-Eleven manufactured a bunch of these Slurpee cups, and then they just took a clear sticker of Psyduck and stuck it on the top. <laughs> I could, at this point, just peel that sticker right off, and it will just be Spacto a 7-Eleven cup. The sticker has bubbles under it, because it looks like these all these stickers were applied by hand or a bad machine. Now, they do have... Uh, you know, you can get Psyduck, Ludicolo, uh, Snubble, or, uh, I can't remember the fourth one. Um, you can get, you know, you can get Psyduck in blue, you can get Psyduck in orange, uh, but it's just, it's just a clear sticker. Uh, there's nothing that actually signifies that this is Detective Pikachu besides the fact that they mass pro produced probably half a penny worth of stickers. Um, stuck them on a plastic cup and then put them in 7-Eleven. Uh, but you get a free Slurpee. Uh, so uh, again, I if you're going to go out of your way to 7-Eleven to buy either one of these cups, 
I don't think in the future they're going to be worth anything. Um, but I, I guess I have them for the sake of telling you that to don't buy them. What I will say is 7-Eleven has two things that might be worth buying. Number one uh, is they have Detective Pikachu straws, and they are plastic reusable straws. Um, they're not the, you know, very thin ones that you use once and throw away. Uh, they're the thick plastic ones, and they have four different ones. One with Detective Pikachu, one with Ludicolo, one with Snubble, and one with Psyduck. And uh, they, you could take the, they're like plastic, I don't know, characters that you can pull off. And I guess you could put them on different straws, but they're 99 cents each. So for four bucks, if you want to go to your local 7-Eleven and get those, I think those are pretty cool. Can't really go wrong. They're usable in multiple situations. Uh, and the other thing they have is the TCG stuff is a little weird. So there's an 18-card collection of Detective Pikachu cards. They come in booster packs, but the booster packs only have four cards. Now, if you don't collect TCG cards, that's different because, mo because a normal pack of TCG cards contains 10 cards, and these contain four. Now, 7-Eleven is the only place you can, quote-unquote, just buy the booster packs, but you have to buy two of them at once. So they're in like what's called a blister pack where it's two packs in a cardboard sealer. So you, other than that, you cannot buy these packs separately. So if you just want packs and nothing else, 7-Eleven is where you would go to buy two of them at once. Now, if you go to Target and Walmart, there's multiple ways you can buy these packs. There is a lunchbox that you can buy for $25. It comes with seven packs of the Detective Pikachu. And it comes with two random old booster packs that you probably don't care about. They're probably like Guardians Rising or Crimson Invasion. Probably not. Those packs so aren't... Com so completely worthless. Correct. I mean, they are still playable in the format, but if you only want to collect the, t the Detective Pikachu set, those packs mean nothing to you. Unless you pull, like, I don't know, like a full Art Guzma. That's worth money, but good luck. The lunchbox also comes with the lunchbox. It also comes with stickers, it comes with a notepad, and it comes with a Detective Pikachu pin, which is really great. Um, it's the same quality pin you would get off PokemonCenter.com. So I think if you're actually looking to get packs to complete the set, I think the lunchbox is the way to go. It's 25 bucks, comes with a pin, comes with stickers, comes with a lunchbox. I think that's worth it. The other thing that I think is maybe worth it if you care about completing the set, and this is only at Target from my research. I actually talked to somebody this morning who worked at Walmart who was like, I didn't see that at Walmart. Um, I saw them every, I saw them at the Targets. I did not see them at Walmart. I had somebody work at Walmart verify that they did not have them in their inventory in their system. But it is another blister pack. So it comes with two Detective Pikachu cards, a booster pack that you don't care about, a coin, and then a Detective Pikachu card binder where you could put your collection into the binder. And that was $15. So you get a binder, you get a coin, you get two booster packs of Detective Pikachu, and then you get a booster pack of a set you do not care about. So for 40 bucks, you can probably complete the entire set. I... Unless your pulls are really bad. Unless your pulls are bad. Um, the rarest one I think people are reporting is Charizard, of course. Um, and then I think Greninja and Mewtwo are the other rare ones. I got the whole set except Ditto. It's the one I'm missing. There are, There is 
of course, another thing. There are there are three Detective Pikachu case files. There's one of Greninja, there's one of Mewtwo, and there's one of Charizard. The Now, here's the weird thing, is I could not find the Greninja at any Target, but I found it at Walmart, and the... Uh, the shout out to Arrow who works at Walmart said that they have millions of the Greninja ones. So I think the Greninja ones might be exclusive to Walmart and the binders are exclusive to Target. Um, but the case files are $20 and they come with an oversized card. They come with a promo card, depending on what you buy, either Charizard, Mewtwo, Greninja. They come with four TCG booster packs, two booster packs you don't care about, and then one card for the online game. Um, they're 20 bucks. I do not think they are worth it. Unless you specifically want the Charizard or the Mewtwo card. Uh, I don't think either are good competitively in the TCG. They don't come with a coin. Now, the Greninja one, which I believe to be exclusive to Walmart, comes with a Greninja pin... And I think it's like $2 more than the other ones. So instead of $20, it's $22, I think. I don't think any of them are worth it, though. Unless you specifically want the Greninja pin and the Greninja card. Um, you're still just getting four booster packs um, for $20. Whereas for $25, you're getting seven booster packs. So keep that in mind if you're looking for that kind of stuff. Uh, and that's pretty much it, Detective Pikachu-wise. So I just wanted to talk about that merchandise because it is... It is available right now. I don't know if you guys were interested in collecting the cards. I I, I will be buying zero of this. Yeah, I, I, I need so to prepare stuff. to I move. Yeah, <laughs> I need to not be putting more things into this home so I can be getting rid of things when I move out of here. I mean, they sound fun, but like my collecting days of a bunch of random stuff are over. Like it has to be. Like I really looked at that Funko Flabebe Pikachu and thought, oh, it's so cute. I'm like. Where am I going to put it? <laughs> I already have uh, so much stuff. I figured I haven't purchased a lot of merchandise and it's a big movie release and I would really like to talk about it and inform, you know, listeners on what they should oh, and absolutely. should I not buy. But and you can like use it for decorations on stream. It's true. And then I reminded myself after opening 20 plus Detective Pikachu booster packs that... <laughs> Buying TCG cards is... I know people complain about loot boxes, but they've existed forever in card form. <laughs> and well, they're... since 1990... What? Three? What year was three. it? Whatever three. magic came three. out. And they are bad and frustrating. And I feel like nine times out of ten, you just go to, like, eBay or Troll and Toad or Cool Stuff Inc. and you just buy the specific uh, card you are looking for. TCGplayer.com is where you go these days. Is that the new one? Yep, because that's I mean, where Will Anderson sells his cards. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! I mean, I still go to Cool Stuff Inc. for D and D middies. Yeah, Cool Stuff Inc. is like my default. I think they have all the Detective Pikachu stuff right on the front page at Cool Stuff Inc. Not a sponsor, but could be. Get in touch. Get in touch. Yeah, there's. I mean, okay, so I saw the actually at my local gaming store. They had the Detective Pikachu lunch boxes, and for a hot second, I was like, "Oh, that'd be cute." And I'm like, "What am I gonna do with a lunchbox?" Yeah, I mean, <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm, 
<laughs> I mean, like, I guess you put junk in it. The junk that you do. So when the you, when you, you buy the Flabebe, uh Funko off Pokemon Center. I'll put it in a lunchbox. You box put it in the so lunchbox because you don't know what else to do with it. And then you put the lunchbox on a shelf behind all your board games. And then in like five years when you're like cleaning, you go, oh, I remember this. I wonder if it's worth anything on eBay. It's um, not. And you're like, oh, it's not. But you no. could... Okay, this is what you do. This is pro, pro 200 IQ right oh, here. Oh, here we go. You buy the Detective Pikachu lunchbox. How did we get to this number, and by then, the way? I don't know. <laughs> then you get to... it's. Then you get your ancient Mew, and then you get the card <laughs> that you get from the movie when you see Detective Pikachu, and then you get oh, all your yes. Burger King golden cards, and you put them all into the lunchbox, and then hope, and then you let it appreciate in value. And then in 10 years, you put it on eBay, and then you realize that no one cares about it anymore. Yep. <laughs> That's what you do. Mm. Good stuff. Yeah. that makes It all makes sense. Okay. <laughs> That's all I got. That's that's all the Detective Pikachu stuff. I'm sure we'll get more stuff as we get closer to the movie, but we're less than a month away at this point. Yeah. Wait, are there WB stores anymore? There used to be. No. Wow. WB stores. Yeah, it was kind of like the Disney store, except for WB stuff. I'll just take that as a big no, because I no. would imagine that they'd have some interesting... Because this is a Warner Brothers movie, isn't it? Yes. Is it? Yeah. So I imagine they would have had some really cool stuff, but they don't exist anymore. Okay, update. One of the sets contains a metal Detective Pikachu pin. And I don't know which set it is. I might be the Greninja set. The Greninja set is $5 more, by the way. And it does come with the Greninja pin. You want to buy these cards separately, <laughs> for the record. Cool Stuff Inc. is selling every card separately. They're selling the pin separately. So if maybe you don't, maybe you just really like Greninja, but you don't want to buy any of these cards. The Greninja pin is $2.99. The Charizard card is worth the most. It is worth twelve ninety nine. The Mewtwo card is worth eight bucks. Uh, and the Ditto card, which I'm missing, is worth five ninety nine, which is ugh. Um, it looks like everything else is between twenty five cents to seventy nine cents. That seems accurate. Yeah, that sounds about right for trading cards. Man, I want that coin now. I got to figure out where that coin came from. Yeah, that coin looks really cool. But I could just buy the coin and not worry about it. You could it. just buy the coin exactly, Because literally I have everything but that coin. <laughs> that metal coin is probably well, the coolest thing. And the ditto thing. card. And the ditto card, yeah. That metal coin is probably the coolest thing out of that entire thing. They're not selling the, the Pikachu hat coin separate or the Pikachu pin? That Pikachu pin is legit really cool. It's um, it's just like a hat and the ears of Detective Pikachu that you get in the lunchbox. Uh, it's really, really cool. Uh, anyways, uh, let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, uh, we will t- do our, po- our question of the week, our Pokemon of the week, and that'll be it. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> it's the best purchase. It's real good. See, so wearing a hoodie right now as well, but... It was one of those ones with the zip. Do you call them a hoodie or do you call them a zippy? Zip, 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 zippy. Zippy. Zip, 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 zippy. Oh, they also used the wrong word for sweater, too. Uh, Have you all heard of the term zippy? Mm, 
And we are back from our break. Let's talk about some questions of the week. Question of the week. <laughs> Just one. Just one. Although uh, we should probably get to it. We should probably do an email show coming up soon. Yeah, probably. Oh, definitely. I got complaints that uh, somebody wrote in an email like eight months ago and it was never read. <laughs> Look. We can't win them all here. Yeah, we're trying. Are we ready for a question of the week? Yes. Are ready? Okay, here we go. Oh, it's question of the week. I still have that song stuck in my head. Yeah, sounds kind of kind of Whitney-ish. I get it. Yeah. This question is from Pink Ink and Chaos. Cons- Jeff. It's from Jeff. Well, I don't know if people want their real names left. Red? Uh, Jeff's not a real name. Look at the way that thing is spelled. That's imaginary. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's a good question, though. Considering all the previous games, do you th- what do you think was the worst in-game dynamic? An example would be poison hurting outside of battle every few steps, or doors no longer being automatic. This was particularly annoying. Uh, what was d- doors not being automatic was like exclusive to X and Y, right? Or no, also I think Sun and Moon had it. Sun and Moon. Okay, so which in-game thing was? particularly annoying the poison stuff was actually really annoying hms yeah my yeah hms are bad and before you could say hms so you know you have to yeah. something else <laughs> oh, great uh the fact that you could only use tms once uh Ooh, yeah tm once was terrible let's, let's go through our catalog of cattle yeah. cavalcade of how pokemon has failed us over the years tms, uh, once TMs is pretty bad uh night day cycle with exclusives night and day you didn't like that I'm, no, I I'm hated down with that. that. I like that a lot. I don't know. I like the night day cycle, but how's I, about this? Getting rid of the seasons when that was such a yeah. wonderful, wonderful concept. Now, I like night and day cycle. I hate exclusivities to the night and day cycle. Like, just why? What? Your parents wouldn't let you stay up? No. It wasn't me. It was me. I couldn't stay up. <laughs> oh, no. It was me. I need to sleep sometime. Cell phone people calling you. Todd, go away. Oh, uh, I like me. that stuff too. Oh no, the the golden hour for you know in line with the night and the, the golden hour for finding megastones, which was oh, like always yeah. the hour when I was at the gym, and I'm yep. like, well, I'm just never gonna get these megastones. Weird, yeah, weird timings that are sort of like, hey, you have to reset your clock to get those done. I, I so I I liked being able. Just get people's cell phone numbers. I hate that they would call me every two seconds. Just like in real life, text me, don't call me, and I'll pick it up when I see it. Stop yeah. calling me, Todd. Or the um, the diamond rain, which you like always look up the day after it happened. <laughs> like, when is that going to be? In- is is diamond rain in sun and moon? Diamond rain? Or ultra sun, ultra moon. Are you, are you, you've never heard of Diamond Rain? No. Uh, so I know up through Unova, I don't know if it even made, no, it made it to X and Y. Um, on certain dates, there will be a weather event that's like sparkly rain. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, 
uh oh, what it's like weird dates oh good gracious <sighs> what, are, what are they called um i mean it's diamond dust right it's not, hail turns into diamond dust i um, it's aesthetic it started in pokemon diamond and pearl and it's like not your birthday but it's with somebody else's birthday where it could happen now i can't find it at all this is critical. This is important. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Diamond dust. You are correct. It occurs. Yep. Oh, it, so it is in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. All right, but let's get the people the full catalog because this is something everybody always misses because you always look for it the day after it happened. January 12th, Junichi Masuda's birthday. Diamond Pearl Platinum, Snow Point City. February 27th, the release of Red and Green Anniversary. Platinum only, Snow Point City. February 29th, Leap Day. Snow Point City and Mount Silver. <laughs> leap day. Leap Never. day. When's the March next leap day? Fifteenth. Ides of March. Oh. Diamond Pearl Platinum. Heart Gold Soul Silver. March thirty first, when the trademark was granted for Mew. All right. A lot of these are only in Diamond Pearl and Platinum. April twenty second. That one hasn't happened yet, has it? No. Diamond Pearl Platinum. Sorry, no. can't get it. May first. Diamond and Pearl. Sorry. September second. Diamond Pearl Platinum. No. September twentieth. Diamond Pearl Platinum. October 10th, Harko. What is this garbage? All right, so the only ones that are available in black and white, black of two, white Wait, 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 wait. hold on, back up. What is this diamond dust? Diamond dust, a a special variation of snow that has appeared in select locations and at select times in core series games since Generation 4. Diamond dust has no effect in battle. It just just, sparkles on the screen. It just sparkles on the screen. It's very pretty. So, for relevance here, December 31st, New Year's Eve, you can see it in Black and White, Black and White 2, in Isaris City. On your birthday, you can see it in Pokemon XY, in Frost Cavern, and on your birthday, you can see it in Sun, Moon, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, in Mount Lanakila. So, those are the only places. It is like the rarest, stupid, meaningless event yep. that you always miss, and you look for it the day after it happened. Yep. Who has the next birthday? Thanks, Scott. Is it me? My birthday is uh, next, I think. Your birthday is next. True. Yep. I, I want you to uh, become a Twitch streamer and then stream <laughs> the Diamond Dust. I will be doing a different live event that day. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. We covered a lot of the annoying ones. Uh, HMs, yeah. I mean... Uh, T- oh, that TM one is huge. Not reusable TMs was probably the most garbage thing ever. I mean, it was a money sink for a long time before they're like, well, nobody actually does this. Wait, wasn't there like a point where if you were, if you're weren't on an empty box in the computer and you caught a Pokemon, but you didn't yes. have room in your team, it would just be like, sorry. Yeah. Oh yes. yeah. That was, uh, that, that was that all the was, Game Boy games had that. All the Game Boy games where it'd be like, oh, you didn't switch boxes. So guess you're not catching Mewtwo. Womp. That, <laughs> still, still to this day, a in-game dynamic that makes me frustrated is not being able to buy all of the evolution stones post-game. There's still a lot that are like random chance or play this game or have them search through the tunnels and hope they find it. Like, yeah, just let me buy the stones. So I'm making a lot of eggs lately, and one of the things that's frustrating, so this is Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, let's get up to modern times, kids. 
the fact that when you get a new egg, if your party is full, you have to go through this whole menu of send the egg to a box. Just send it to the box. I don't want to have to talk about it with the I like I I figured out the exact button clicks of A and B to get through it as quick as possible. But the fact that I have to go through all this menu and discussion to just send the egg to a box, yeah, and I still don't have shiny cutie fly. Oh, I will get my shiny cutie fly. Don't you worry. I have a shiny. I got a shiny cutie fly. I made him a shiny rabombi. Pink cute scarf. Will give us our Pokemon of the week. Ah, well, this is not going to be good because you guys ruined. Well, we have to do the we have to do the one from last week. I know, but you still ruined this week's Pokemon of the week with your whole Japanese people get to name a move. Ugh. All right. So the clues for this week: uh, one, it was the contest at PAX East. Uh, I've made jokes about this Pokemon in the past. It is tied to a Pokemon that appears in the Bug Out event. It's It and its pre-evolution have a unique typing. Uh, its species name references an underwater animal, but it is not a water type. And it has false eyes on its head. And in the TCG, it had Life-Splosion. I think those are the main clues. Life-Splosion? Life explosion. Oh yeah, for, I remember. Dang. For every uh, energy you had attached yeah, yeah, yeah. to it, you could get a grade two. I mean, Stage I two. have. This is the one that I feel the least confident about. Oh, I know what it is. I think, I think it's Cradilly. Oh dang! Oh, I might get this wrong. I'm pretty sure it's Fortress. Fortress? Yeah. The evolution of Pineco. Or it could be Pineco. I can't remember which card had life explosion. Wait, isn't Fortress a bug? Bug steel? steel? Yeah, but it knows the move. It, it, there's a TCG card that it, it knows the move life explosion. No, it's Cradilly. Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> How? <laughs> I'm so when mad. Have I ever made a joke about Fortress? Uh, don't Google life explosion. It doesn't get you anything good. No. Mm-mm. It Cradilly has that as a card? Yeah, because it's a grass type. Grass types have those weirdo thingies. I also said it had to have a grass energy attached to it. I don't know. Oh, wait, that's right. And the TCG bugs are grass, too. Mm. All right. You ready for this week's Pokemon of the Week? Yep. That, I'm yeah, ready. I, <laughs> I, I'm either just giving barely enough information <laughs> or... <laughs> or you guys are just going to be lost. I, I did the best that I could. All right. Hmm. My friend Chris, who I frequently play Monster Hunter with, has asked me to cover two Pokemon for Pokemon of the Week repeatedly. While this week's Pokemon is not one of those Pokemon, it at least has something in common with one of them. Oh, man. <laughs> this week's Pokemon was, for a while, the final evolution for its particular line. In a later region, We discovered that if it was traded while holding a particular evolution item, it could have an additional evolution. This new evolution had a typing that its previous two did not. This week's Pokemon is a monotype Pokemon. It can have, as its hidden ability, the ability Damp. Damp prevents three moves, Self-Destruct, Explosion, and Mind Blown from going off. 
neither the user nor the opponents will take damage. Additionally, damp prevents the ability Aftermath from going off. We do not often discuss egg groups in Pokemon of the Week. If you are breeding Pokemon, you can only breed with members that share an egg group, excluding Ditto. This week's Pokemon is part of the Dragon Egg group, even though it is not Dragon type. It is also part of the Egg group that includes its typing. This Pokemon can be found in the Pokemon Ranger games, including Shadows of Almia and Guardian Signs. In one of these games, its browser entry says, this Pokemon forcefully split spits blobs of water. Capture it before it slips underwater. The three locations where it can be found are Safra Sea, Sea of Waylord, and Canal Ruins. Finally, this is one of the Pokemon that can be found in the post-game of Black and White and Black 2 and White 2. There you go. I did, did, uh, what, there you, that's what you get. <laughs> Do you know what it is, Greg? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't could have been Blacephalon, but y'all had to, <laughs> to ruin that. <laughs> uh, we will be back next week uh, with another episode. Uh, I would assume yeah. that. What? <laughs> Episode. episode i would assume that we'll uh probably have some more detective pikachu stuff uh if you have any questions about what merch to buy or not to buy if you're uh looking for detective pikachu merch uh feel free to reach out to me on discord or slack or twitter or however um i can answer any questions like i said if you want to see everything i purchased uh and you want to stop yourself from purchasing purchasing that stuff there will be a um a haul video a Pokemon haul video on uh, on the Twitch page. If you go under previous videos, it'll be separated out so you don't have to watch the whole... It was like a six-hour stream last night, but the Detective Pikachu stuff was probably only like 20, 30 minutes. Uh, happy tax day! Hopefully your taxes got done if you're an American. <laughs> <sighs> and uh, I am sure probably... If I know Niantic, we will probably have a field research day by the end of this month. Uh, they've, they've gone three for three for months, so I would expect probably the 20th or the 27th will probably be some sort of field research day, so, um, look out for that, and, uh, yeah, we will see you guys next week. If you want to follow Greg on Twitter, at White Wing, myself on Twitter, at Dragging a Lake, and, uh, Will on Twitter, at Washing the Sink. And the podcast on Twitter, at Pokemon Podcast. Otherwise, thank you for reviewing us in Apple Podcasts, if you did that. Uh, thank you for listening to us on other things like Spotify or Google Play or wherever you listen. Uh, thank you for making it to the end of the show. Uh, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are... Super effective. Super shiny bagels.
a big thank you and shout out to all the producers of It's Super Effective. Kevin, Cygnus, Jeff, Hatmatrick, Catherine, Alex, Anthony, and Michaela. Thank you so much for supporting the show. If you made it to the end of this and you would like to support the podcast, you can head over to isc.cash. And for $5 a month, you can get access to our anime podcast, Alola Vacation, exclusively for patrons of this show. Thanks.